Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago, the new home of the Chicago Bears. WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. All right, Otani here in a minute. On Saturday, it finally came uh, through. Uh, following a bunch of uh, fake rumors over the weekend. Starting with Morosi. Morosi uh, put put his stuff out there with the uh, Blue Jays stuff. Flying to Toronto. But uh, And then did you see the theory, too, about um, what people were thinking of how he may have gotten that information and why? Mm-mm. Because that's a guy, John Morosi, like knows not to go with fake information. Like, John Morosi is a veteran. Right. A lot of people believe that maybe they were using Morosi. Because he's trustworthy. uh, They, in in the Otani camp, to get the Dodgers to move to 700 million. That they, they wanted that magic number of 700 to put it out there and to say, hey, he's flying to Toronto. And then once it got put out there, it made the Dodgers. Okay, a, we'll give you 700. Yeah, like it got them, oh, he, he may be serious. He could be going to Toronto. We better move. And, and maybe that, that got, was the last negotiation ploy to get him what he, what he actually wanted. Good that, agent's worth, his, worth I don't his fee. Yeah. Who, whoever he is. Did you have an extra $700 million laying around? I, no, I don't have $7 laying around. <laughs> I don't. Um, oh, I bet you could find seven bucks if you needed it. So we'll get there in a minute. A Bears victory Monday, 312-332-3776. Whether about the game. Best win in the Eberflus era, by oh, far. Yeah, I, w- w- best win since when? Like, even going back to the Negi era. Like, look on the schedule. Uh, some may say, well, yeah, they beat the 49ers opening game of the season last year. That was in a monsoon, and that was week one. I, and this, Trey Lance. Yeah, and this this one is, is a more more impressive win than that one. For sure. Like, I, I'm even, like, going back to that last Nagy year. What, like, what big game did they win that year? They made, Was that the year that I'm they... going to 2021 right now. They beat uh, Seattle at Seattle with Nick Foles. No. They beat uh, the... Uh, this was the last time they won back-to-back games. was Sunday, December 26th, and Sunday... January 2nd. One was with Dalton and one was with Foles. Foles, yes. So forget those two games. Yeah. Uh, They beat Detroit 16-14. to No. On Thanksgiving. Uh, Vegas, Detroit, uh, Cincinnati at home with Fields. Threw for 60 yards that game. Like, I don't see... Maybe it could be before that year. These are their wins in 2021, okay? In week two, they beat the Bengals 20-17. to In week four, they beat Detroit 24-14. to They beat Vegas the following week 20-9. to We were there. there. They beat uh, Detroit on Thanksgiving 16-14 to with Andy Dalton under center through for 317 that day. They beat Seattle at Seattle in week 16. No, I think. And then the following week, Dalton got another win. So let's go back to 2020. The year that they won, they got to the playoffs against New Orleans, right? Yeah. Would you say it was the Jacksonville win at Jacksonville when they uh, scored 41 points? They went forty. They won forty-one to seventeen at Jacksonville. And remember, Mitch was just dealing at that point. 
Is that is Seriously. that the game? Is that the year two that they came back and beat Atlanta early in the year? Remember when Foles came in and 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 the, said yes. run to the A or yes. run to the L or At something Atlanta. like that. Yeah, like one of those games. So this, I think we could say their best win since 2020. Yes, since easily. the COVID year. I, yeah, this is their best win since the COVID year. I mean, that win at Jacksonville was really impressive. Don't you remember that? It was the second to last sort game of, of the season. Then they lost to Green Bay 35-16. Yeah. In the final game and, of the season. And, and then, then they, they went to the postseason and they lost 21-9 to at New Orleans. And then what? You guys are stepping all over my Z-list. This is one of my questions for you oh. guys. Oh! I'm going to have to scratch it off. Okay, well, you could add well, and come p- with a new one. to pivot. Oh, that's why I over-prepare. If you got four good questions, okay. write four more. That's my motto. Right. So I will say I'm with you. 20, the best this win is the best since 2020. Win since 2020. Good job, Bears. <laughs> way to go, Bears. All right, um... So let's play some a couple songs here. We ended the parody song contest on Friday. Thank you for everyone uh, for participating. Friday is our big holiday uh, party. We want you to come on out to Bub City in Rosemont. This is more than just the crowning of a champion. This is for everybody. This is a, a festive holiday party where there will be prizes. There will be merriment. There will be sampling of bourbon and wine. There will be food at Bub City in Rosemont, which Waddle loves. I love, I love the brisket. Yeah. yeah, the brisket is my. Don't favorite. they have like a? Uh, they have a grill or a uh, a uh, macaroni and cheese dish. I think Remember so. watching Charlie eat that? First of all, he was holding the fork like he was in prison. Like he was going to stab somebody. Yeah. And, and he was eating like he was going to the electric chair. And he had mac and cheese on his face. And he was like a kid in, in a candy store. So it's Charlie delicious. Charlie should have a cam. Yeah, we Charlie just cam. A, a Charlie cam. Well, just I call to him the Chuck him. Wagon now. Chuck Wagon <laughs> Cam. That's my nickname for him. Chuck Wagon. Chuck Wagon. There's a picture of us yesterday on the set of Charlie, me, Dion, and Lance. And, of course, like, Dion and me are, like, posing. We look happy as can be. Charlie looks like he's Char- wants to be every, anywhere other. Charlie doesn't know where he is. Charlie doesn't. I don't even Love think it. Charlie knows where he is. Lance is looking for the food from. He's waiting Damn. for the Joe's. <laughs> he's waiting for the Joe's delivery to be delivered. And he, he doesn't have a, co- a coat. He forgot his coat yesterday. <laughs> he forgot to bring a jacket to Soldier Field. Come on. At first, we thought he was like, this is bare weather. I'm not wearing a coat. But he finally admitted that he just forgot his coat at the hotel or wherever he stays. You forgot. You like, you remember how you used to remind Wayne Larrabee to don't forget your coat? coat. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? You needed a reminder. We should call him every Friday. Bring your coat. Make sure you bring your coat. Something. So, uh, yes. Bub City Friday. Text your buddies. This is like the last big event of 2023. We'd love you see, to see you there. It's all brought to you by Elijah Craig Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Also brought to you by Jewel Osco American Sale 19 Crimes Wine Country Thunder. Two to six on Friday, Bub City in Rosemont. All right. This is the first of 10 finalists in our 540 segment with Black and Abdallah since they've been a part of our holiday parody song competition. We will narrow it down to the five finalists that will perform that day. And, and who have a chance to win the championship. These are the 10, though, that we will be narrowing down the 5-2. Two. 10 to 5. We'll create some drama. So this is one of the 10 finalists. 
Um, which one should we play first? Guys, Kevbo and Jake are in for uh, Meller and um, Tyler today. We're going to give you guys first poll. You know, let's, let's start soft and ramp it up. But uh, what does that mean? What do, the, are you giving away what, <laughs> that this isn't a finalist? No, a no. We're, not, we're not playing them in any specific no. order. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing some misdirection right here. No, let's go to 12 Days of Swift Must by Matt Tooley and the tune of 12 Days of Christmas. In 2020. Hey, honey. What are you doing? Well, trying to record my ESPN holiday parody song. Ooh. Can I hear it? What's it about? It's about the changes I see coming to the NFL next year. Oh, football. Yeah. Well, let's hear it. Okay. <clears throat> In 2024, the NFL will see some change. Bill Belichick resigning. Jason Kelsey retiring. And his brother getting married. No. With a halftime show wedding. Stop. And she will buy his team. The Chiefs? You know, Chiefs is not PC. Yeah, well. So the Chiefs become the Swifties. Oh, my gosh. They get sequins on their jerseys. What? Tailgating spelled with a Y. Good grief. Nine months later, two baby twins, a whole new era starts. And the Bears draft a franchise QB. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cool. That was a really cool song. That was a nice kind of a combo approach, and I liked it. I thought it was well-written. Very creative. Very creative. Like a little bit off the beaten path yeah. from what we usually totally hear. And but also a team effort. Yeah, and, and bringing in the biggest story in the National Football League this year, and that's the romance between yes. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Creative. Very creative. So that's a uh, top ten finalist. What's another Top 10 finalists. Let's go to Screamo Christmas by John Rand to the tune of Silent Night. Ferragamo, $800 toes. Jeff plays it cool, but Tom Thayer knows. have seen more sex than a urologist Thayer and Joniak are so classy to put up with our radio jackassery Merry piss and catch miss fellas short to the point creative and good I liked it yes me too it's a top ten finalist top right there. All right, so that's two of the ten. What uh, what's a what's a third of the top ten? How about let's go to F the Cardinals by Danny Rocket to the tune of Here Comes Santa Claus. The Cardinals, the Cardinals, them right in their face. St. Louis losers, hope in the future you come in last place. Cause Missouri's gross and dirty, it's never a good time. Bush Stadium is a dump and Wrigley Field is a shrine. The Cardinals, the Cardinals, hope they don't win a game. In St. Louis, they're so stupid, morons get a brain. Bunch of haters can't spell traitor, city's riddled with crime. You can take the Cardinal way and shove it up your behind. 
he's been a uh, a very successful musician for a while. Danny Rocket. He has not entered our our parody contest for a couple of years. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a long time finalist. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised when I heard that today because I was not here last week. I think that one came in on Friday, right at the, I wasn't here Friday either. Right at the end, and that one made me laugh out loud when he said wow. "f them right in the face." Yeah, yeah, it means means more to you than it does somebody who may be a Sox fan, <laughs> right? But I just think it's funny. I, I think you can laugh. Listen, no anytime matter. you can use the f word yeah. repeatedly, especially in a holiday Christmas song. It makes the immature crew laugh. I'm one of them. He's great. And I it, laugh, and it too. Was short, short and to the point. Yeah. I, think, I think it was great. I think that's been a theme with a lot of the entries this year. I mean, there have been others that, yeah. that lasted much longer, but yeah. we've gotten some very good short and to the point Do we have a Sox one entries. that we could play, too? Do we, don't we have a Sox-themed we one? We have one called the White Sox Fat Folds to oh the boy. tune of Grandma Got Run Over by, the, uh, by a Reindeer. Oh, boy. Snuck a gun in my fat folds Going to the White Sox game You might say it's impossible But you've never seen my fat folds Jerry Reinsdorf denies it Says the shots came from outside the park Why does Sylvie know the real truth? Conspiracy theories debunked Because I snuck a gun in my fat fort Go into the White Sox game You might say it's impossible But Jerry's never seen my fat fold Based upon the information available to us I see virtually no possibility that the gunshots came from within the ballpark. Amazing. And that was by Paul Maccioni. Paul, thank you. Have we solved this mystery? We have, yeah. Uh, like, has there been a last we got, we lasting got a, report that has been issued? Uh, no? no, there's uh, been no report no. issued. No. Sent to season ticket holders? No. And when I was gone, did I hear that he met with the mayor, too, of Nashville? Is that what he was getting done at, at the meetings? Yes. Everybody was looking. Talking to- about a possible, yeah, led by Carmen, who angry Carm came out at that moment. He offered to help pack up all their stuff. Everyone, like, are meeting with general managers talking about possible matches on deals. And Jerry's with the mayor. I mean, is is that one of the the most... <laughs> Are you talking about telegraphing a play or a pass? You know, you know exactly what's coming when you, he says, oh, you know what, we, we're meeting with rights. I heard, too, that he would not talk about anything with the team. The, the reporters tried to interview him, yeah. but he would only talk about Jim Leland and going into the Hall of Fame. But he would not talk about Benetti. No. He would not talk about... Anything else? What they were going to be he's willing the to spend? Owner what they're going to pursue? And he's there at the winter meetings to talk to the owner or to the talk to the mayor of the city to try and <laughs> try to put pressure on the city of Chicago to build him a new place. Right? I mean, isn't that the insinuation? 
Is that a good insinuation? Jeez. Oh, you know what? So we may unaware. move. We may move. Like, I, I get you. We may move. You're, you're trying to do. <laughs> you want to move? Like, really? You're going to move out of a city that's got how many people here? Like the the and they don't want you. They want a new of team. Course. They don't want you, you owning their new team. They want a new fresh team. They want they want an expansion team. Certain threats resonate, so to speak. You know, or strategic moves or threats of strategic move. This one, we, we basically all just kind of said, okay. And I'm sure that there are some diehard White Sox fans that, that were like, no, you can't move. I mean, because I still want my baseball team. Who am I going to root for? And I get it. But like that was, from my perspective, one of the most hollow strategic moves I, I, like, of all time. I, I think they would get a second baseball team in here if they would move out another another baseball team would move in. But, like, your response to hearing that was pretty much... One response I heard was kind of anger, but humor attached I, I, I with could, anger. When I read that in Mexico, I, you couldn't, giggled, I, couldn't, didn't you? I couldn't believe it. You are so publicly unaware. Like, or like, or you just... And I get it. He doesn't care what you think. Yes. It's obvious. And he hasn't in a while. He doesn't care what you think about him, about his team's... He doesn't care. He's speaking to the mayor of Nashville about a potential move of the franchise to one of the biggest bustling new. He'll you know, smoke his cigar cities. and he'll blow the smoke in your face because he doesn't care what you think. By the way, of him or his team. Season tickets. Uh, you make sure you get your your reservations in for okay. season tickets. I can't. I can't wait. Um, is that four? Can we get to five? And then well, we yeah, let's squeeze play? in another one. Yeah. I think uh, Cap needs to be a top ten finalist, right? A song about Cap. So let's go to Cappy. Please stop filming in the locker room by okay. Jason Holsworth to the tune of Santa Claus is coming to town. You know they changed the rule at East Bank. No more cell phones because Cap was taking videos in the locker room again. I mean, you know, what is yeah. he thinking? Guys are like, hey, not for nothing here, yeah. but dude, this is a private. This area. is a locker room. You better watch out, I hope you're not shy Cause you're being filmed by some bald-headed guy Cappy loves to live stream in the locker room He always works hard, he loves to break news Even when surrounded by a bunch of naked dudes Cappy got caught filming in the locker room He sees you when you're showering He knows when you're naked Hey, Cap, take a break, go out to dinner, but put down that damn iPad. Oh, what's the big deal? What could go wrong? Have you ever heard of little Kyle Long? Cappy, please stop filming in the locker room. It's a good one. Yeah, it is. That's Jason? Is that Jason Holdsworth? Yeah, that's Holdsworth? Jason. Yeah, Holdsworth. He sent in another one about uh, Carmen's realtor fetish. Uh, we played it last report. week uh, yeah. on the air, and we it's, all it's giggled. Good. Yeah. It's good, like, but you can only be a finalist once. Yes, and I thought this was much. We all agreed. agreed this is much better. But we much appreciate the the other entry as well because we all got a big giggle out of it. Yes. So those are five of the ten. We'll play the last five uh, before uh, five thirty, and then we'll narrow it down to the top five. And those will be the five finalists for a big party coming up. The Otani news, look, I, wa- I was gearing up for 
them not getting him. There was so much smoke about the Dodgers and Blue Jays. Was there a little glimmer of hope, though? Did you? There was one dude on Twitter who was reporting that the Cubs were going to get him, but and I, I, I tweeted some of us in the in our group chat saying, "Is this guy legit?" But did he have a blue check mark? Or is that even meaningful does, anymore? No, because you could buy it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he called himself like the people's insider, and he was completely wrong. I, I, look, I'm disappointed, and I'm not going to badmouth him, and it's what I tweeted, um, because I love the guy. I, I think he's fantastic, and I think he's going to be great, and I think he's going to pitch again, and I think you're going to make money off of him. Um, and I think a lot of the money we've read is deferred, yeah. so I think it's a way to, like as some people have put it, to circumvent the luxury tax. Right, you had to be creative with this. Yes. So I'm not going to say... That thank God the Cubs didn't pay that. It's not my money. No, that's what I said. Like, like I, I mean, it. Find a way to to get him signed. Oh, and by the way, it, it, as we said when this all became a conversation, that can't be where it all ends because you have other holes. Yes, yes. And and I, I like we've talked about this too. L.A. is different. Where Jesse had brought it up with him, people had talked about he's different where he doesn't want to to be around a circus and maybe that's maybe why he didn't want to come to Wrigley Field when you come to Chicago and you're a megastar like Otani or Michael Jordan wherever you go you are the story you're going to be followed people are going to want your autograph want to touch you want to stare at you want to be around you in LA as famous you as you are you are not treated that way because there are so many stars, Hollywood stars. You are left alone because people like Brad Pitt are walking down the street. Adam Sandler's walking down the street. You are not. LeBron is walking Le- down the street. LeBron's walking down. Like, you're not treated that way in L.A. And he's already got roots there and everything. Whether that's right or wrong or you agree with it or disagree with it, that, that's what a lot of people have said. I understand that. Maybe he didn't want to come to Chicago. I don't know if it was just a money thing. But now they have to. Now who? Right. And and I'm sure they've had a board this whole time. It wasn't Otani or Bust. And I'm sure they've said, look, when Otani makes his decision, here's where we're going next. We're going to try and trade for this guy and sign this guy. We're going to trade for these guys and or, or... like they've, it's got to be like a draft board, doesn't it? You would think we're, so. We're, we're going to go for this guy, this guy, and we don't get this guy. We'll go for this guy. And just and I, they I, have I would, got to make moves. Yes, I would hope for Cub fans like yourself that their biggest move this past offseason isn't just going to be the signing of Craig Council, which well, is that, a nice piece. Right. But that can't be your big addition this it, year. It cannot be. And, and he'll help. It cannot be. You have got to fill several holes. You brought him in because you felt it's time now to take that next step. Well, you've got to take that next step with several new pieces that help you take that step. Yes. And you could fill in a couple of the spots with these one-year deals. But you have got to go out and you have got to find solutions for more than one year. You, you so, Can't be Reese Hoskins and that's it. Right. Right, and and he's coming off of ACL surgery. Right, and he's over thirty now, so you don't like he. You're not. Doesn't look like the the Japanese pitcher is in your no, future either. No, Yamamoto. Which no, would have been a huge addition. Right. 
So, but that's going to get to what three hundred million? That contract? Is that what they're have saying? Have you heard anything about Snell? I have not. Other than like, you, I haven't you, heard you anything about Blake Snell. No, I have not anything. Um, what about Snell or Delta? What about Hater? Uh, I've not heard about that either. Like, there's connections there. Obviously, like they could use a closer. Yeah. Like I know they filled last year, but what do you what do you anticipate Alzale's? You know, role's going to be well. It's fine. You you could like you. It's like offensive lineman. You could not have enough guys sure. in the back end of the row at the back end of the bullpen. He could be your best your setup, setup guy, guy if you bring in somebody who is a you know out of this world closer, or high leverage guy in the sixth. Like you put out fires in the sixth too. You sixth inning, seventh inning. How about like, the kid, the guy in Cleveland. I heard his name. Is he available in a trade? Is his name Classe? Yeah, Classe, Emmanuel Classe. Uh, sure. I heard the Cubs checked in about their first baseman too. Uh, in, in the Guardians' first baseman, yeah. Well, yeah. Listen, like there are a lot of guys that that could be traded. Cap was talking about some of the names today too. So you've you've got pieces from the minor league system that you can deal. Um, it, well, wasn't it the th- what happened to the polar bear, Alonzo? Yeah, what happened to him? Well, I, he he maybe had too. He's always the the rumor has always been that he wants to play for the Cubs. Like, there's still free agents, too, that you don't have to trade your pieces for. You just have to start to get nervous? No. No? Not yet. Okay. No, no. It's still the beginning of free agency. Like, everybody was just waiting for Otani. Are you in on uh, Bellinger? Would you like to see Belly Not back? Not at $300 million. Okay. Remember what I, the over-under I always put him at? It was 200 right? 210 210 Seven years, 210 Like I, think of, I don't year. think he's going to get 300 Three hundred is too much for him. I okay, think, would you you would you be on board for two ten for him? Probably. Bellinger's girlfriend posted a story on Instagram yesterday of her and I'm assuming Bellinger's next to her in Toronto having dinner. So I don't know if he's meeting with Toronto right now, but that was circulating. Was that circulating. Morosi or was that his? Uh, is he married this or was, is he, was his girlfriend? This was his girlfriend. Yeah, directly from the source of her Instagram story. So they were in Toronto yesterday. Did they have the shrimp tacos? Ooh, don't do that. Was it on menu if or it's off? It's on menu, yeah. Um, well, look, with, with Soto being traded to the Yankees, because Jesse, I remember Jesse saying the, the Yankees would be a good fit for Bellinger. Obviously, that left-handed pa- power would be great. His dad played for the Yankees. Yes. But when they made the trade for Soto, then... And isn't it funny that the Dodgers and the Yankees are the two teams that ma- it made the splash moves? The two teams that... It's not funny. It's no, right. expected. It's, well, that, that's what I mean. Like yeah. the Cubs should be in that group. Of course, no question. The Cubs should be playing in that end of the pool. No doubt. That's why I could see. Now you say you're not nervous yet, but I could see a bead of sweat starting to build on your forehead about it. I've always I walk around with a bead of sweat. So when you go to bed tonight, it'll be just full Bears paranoia. There'll be no Cubs paranoia not yet. involved. Not okay. Yet. Give me a couple of weeks. Okay. Couple of weeks. Well, I'm there's only four four games left. Unless we get to the postseason, there's only four games left in the NFL season. So after that, you got plenty of time to switch after your January concern. one, January one, and other guys off the board. I'll start. I'll okay. start panicking. Not yet. I'm cool. Cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Is that the, is that the term? Yeah. Cool. It is. Yeah. Are they? Are the Cubs in the hunt for anybody? Like if they put a board together, it oh. says for these. If the Bears are in the playoff hunt, then the Cubs, Cubs are, are in the hunt. They're in the hunt for everybody. Okay. Then. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, coming up next, uh, the good, the bad, the dirty, our, our recap of the sports weekend. It's next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. The good. It's gone! Oh my God! The bad. That is so bad, that is absolutely brutal. And the dirty. I've got my mask. Wow, so many stories are running through my head right now. Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. The good, the bad, the dirty, our recap of the sports weekend. One thing good, one thing bad, one thing dirty. Kev Bo's here, so is Jake. They're in for Meller and Tyler. And uh, we'll go around the room with them and Waddle and me. And uh, you get us started, Waddle. What's your good? Well, last week when you weren't here, my good was Kobe White. And they absolutely drilled me for using it. So I won't say the Bulls because they've won four in a row as they try to make it five in a row tonight in Milwaukee. So I won't say them. Uh, but I will say the, the Dak, uh, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, not just last night, but at home this year. They're 7-0 and at home. Dak with another very good game against the Eagles last night in his home building. 74% completion percentage, 20 touchdowns and two interceptions in their building. Dak... At AT&T Stadium, and the Cowboys in that building have been beyond good this year. Now, I will remind you that on the road, the uh, 49ers beat them by 30. But in their building, they've been pretty uh, pretty spectacular. Dak, I think, is going to be the leader in the clubhouse for MVP. Purdy's got some statistical advantages on him. But as we talked last week, I think voters will hold some of that system stuff and that team against him. And I think Dak will be the beneficiary of that. But either way, it's a pretty good, pretty good MVP race. Tomorrow, I want to get into that more. <laughs> I don't know if you heard Trent Williams what he said about I that did see with that. Brock yeah. Purdy. It was interesting. Um, and, and then I don't know if you saw the Cowboys rode the next four games compared to the Eagles much tougher. Yeah, going down the stretch. This so. is the only really. Like signature win on the Cowboys' entire schedule. Yeah, they they have a tough schedule now. In the next Going four, forward, yeah. they do. Like, don't count the Eagles out. Like, I know no. they're like you no, know this how is the NFL another goes. one. Yes. yes. Like, remember the 49ers lost four or three in a row yeah. before the bye. Yeah. Now they're, by they the way, look dominant. when the when when the Eagles went to or, or were at home and lost to San Francisco, like convincingly, that was the third game they had played in 13 days. Yeah. So their defense has sucked recently. I'm with you. I definitely would not rule the Eagles out of anything at this point. Yeah, just like don't rule out the Bills. Like they're showing you yeah. that they're going to have a factor in the postseason. Uh, my good is for everybody who endured the spring, the summer, and the entire fall into into December of the Kennedy construction. Oh, Finally, it is over for the season. Is it? Yes. I didn't know that. I you thought this was a that? three-year project. This is. We get now until March. We get a reprieve. But they, they have picked it up. And now the the last yesterday, driving home from Soldier Field, the the reversibles are back. Really? I, I, so I, the express lane will be open tonight the, when we the, get on the, the highway? The express lane should be open. I was. They were open outbound. Oh. 
It was a joy. Wow. It is. To have it back, it is such a pleasure again. It so will. it's a 40-minute drive or 45-minute instead of an hour. That That's a big 15 minutes. That's a huge. Yeah. You, the the Ohio-Ontario feeder ramp should not be backed up. There were times that it would take me 40 minutes Just on the to get from ramp. here to getting on the highway because yes. of the feeder ramp traffic. So, so for all my uh, friends like us <coughs> who have traveled to Kennedy, it is over Partners for a few months. Yes. I love it. So enjoy it. There's not often that I compliment any sort of uh, roadways in Chicago. But thumbs up to that. That is my good. All right. I'm going to do another cowboy waddle. I'm sorry. I'm still in a little You're bit of yours. You're going to do another cowboy? Yeah. All it's, right. That's weird. You, you be go careful. For it. Don't yeah. get hurt. Well, it's going to be a kicker because it's Brandon Aubrey. The I first- like it. First kicker in NFL history to make two field goals from 59-plus yards last night in the same game. He made one from 59, I just said that, and then from 60. And, I mean, to go from, you saw in the playoffs, what we had to go through with Brett Maher and missing extra points. This guy's made 30 for 30 field goals on the season. He's perfect so far. It's a great story. He didn't even play football at Notre Dame. He was a soccer player. Then he kicked in the USFL. That's crazy. And now he's... I knew he was in the the USFL. I didn't know he didn't play. Yeah, no, he was a soccer player in Notre Dame. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, Brandon Aubrey, Cowboys kicker, is my good from last night. But wasn't what's-his-name on the Cowboys last year good in the regular season? Yeah, but he he crapped the bed when it counted. Well, right, but we till it counts with this guy. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. 30 for 30, we're good. We're good good right now. You may not want to do your kicker uh, by the time you get to the postseason, Jake. Well, Walter, I'm just trying to give some love to the kickers right now. Okay, I'm good with that. By the way, I got a traffic report from two of our friends. Yeah? My my buddy uh, Josh, who's a neighbor of mine, and then RJ Curcio just texted us as well. Both of them saying they just hopped on the express lanes. Yeah. The reversibles are open. Oh, We're in good yes. shape. Fantastic. Yes. Traffic and weather on the 8s <clears> here. <throat> That's awesome. On ESPN 1000. This would be the 9s, though. Uh, what do you got here, Kevbo? Well, at my advanced age, you don't often get to see a professional athlete. Uh, I don't get to see often a professional athlete older than I am show out like we saw Joe Flacco yesterday in the not-so-great city of Cleveland Went over 300 yards, three touchdowns, victory over the first place Jags. Flacco putting the team on his backhoe. I, I love to see it. So bad. How about, how about Tyler and I? Are you, I told you this earlier. Tyler sends me a text early yesterday and says, what should we do? And we both kind of bailed on Trevor Lawrence. I can't believe he played. But then was playing in Cleveland against that defense. We were like... We tried to pick up. I know no one wants to talk about everybody. We tried to pick up like two other guys and it wouldn't let us. So I was like, pick up Flacco. We're going to ride with Flacco. And he was spinning the rock yesterday. Yes. We made the playoffs, I think. Oh, did you? I think so. I think. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I, I hate I fantasy know. now. I, I'm this really is my good last year. This is my swan song. I just had to Venmo. My, I've had to send two Venmos in the last couple of days. Both have come from my family because I don't have Venmo. The, like my daughter has sent Venmos, two Venmos. Did out you send my uh, to Mallor? Yeah. Oh no, uh, because Tyler Venmoed Mallor on our behalf, and then I've I Venmoed Tyler. Oh, uh, by the way, Jordan Jordan Cornette did not pay. Not yet. There's a lot of shame going on. Or, uh, Mallor. No. Lately, for the fantasy football league, shame on Jordan Cornette. Well, maybe he's just overlooked it. 
Has he sent sent a defiant text that said, I'm not paying? No, no, but overlooked well, it, went time. after reminders he still hadn't. I thought that there Danny was a... took forever, too. I, I thought, so did we. I think that there was a bit of a finger-pointing uh, aspect of, of that. I thought that, that was, there was a little shame attached to that. Well, there should be. You should pay for your fantasy football league uh, before December. Well, we weren't we weren't invoiced until like the invoiced? other day. Invoiced? What are you? If you're setting your lineup every week, you, you, I kept uh, asking. I like the out. leagues that do that lock your well, lineups that, unless that, you that's pay. That's fine. We asked Meller several weeks ago. Hey, when do you need the money for this? He goes, I'm going to send out a mass email in a week or two. So, like, I mean, what were we supposed to do? Pay. We did when, when he sent the, out the invoice. The starts. He didn't ask for it. Do you pay your bills until they are invoiced? I pay as soon as the draft is over. I'm talking other bills. Do you pay them before you get the invoice? No. Okay. It's fantasy football like other bills? Yeah, of course it is. It's every bill. They're all the all same. Right. All right. What, what, what's your bad? Uh, my bad is, uh, is Bryce Young. Uh, and, and that Carolina team sucks, thankfully. Uh, and thank you, Patriots, for doing the unthinkable and going to Pittsburgh and putting it on the Steelers. But Bryce Young was 13 of 36. It was so funny. I was listening to the guys today. And, like, Shay, Shay makes me laugh so hard because he's just he's angry sometimes. But he was sometimes, just, times, all the just time. kicking Bryce Young in the nuts. 13 of 36 for 137. He had a 48 quarterback rating. And the Carolina Panthers scored six points. Against the Saints. So. He said it's over for him today, didn't he? He, he goes, did, just yeah. quit. <laughs> You're not it. It's over. He got, and by the way, I was texting my dad today with a bunch of bear down emojis. He didn't respond. He's, he's a piece of work. Love him. Uh, my bad is uh, the Bulls Mup. Excuse me? Mup. Not the MVP. It's the MUP of the Bulls. Most undesir- undesirable player? It's the most unvaluable player. Oh. And that's uh, Zach Levine. I- isn't it funny that they don't win when he's on the court and they win when he isn't on the court? Probably a coincidence. Yeah, just a coincidence. He, he also, it's just a coincidence that uh, he is the guy with more than 500 games played. I, I was going to say. He led that. It has the worst record, but everyone's like, oh, it's only because he was in Minnesota and with the Bulls. Yeah, but none of the other guys have the worst. It's only him with it the worst so record. It is so funny that you've pointed that out in the past, like, and now that he's out, they've won four straight. Like, they are awful when he's on the court. Yeah. Awful. And then he disappears, and now all of a sudden they're a functional basketball team. I'm not saying that they're going anywhere, but they actually look like they can do stuff on the court. They play as a unit, and it's because the Mup is off the court. He is the Bulls' Mup, the most unvaluable player in sports. It's Zach Levine. And look, I used to be a supporter of his, but you've got to have eyes. He ain't it. I'm going to take a thing out of uh, Shay's book. He ain't ain't it. it. By the way, Kobe White shooting 59% from behind the arc in the month of December. Yeah. Three games. So, Kobe White was my good last easy. week, and I got kicked all up and down. By who? Right. By Meller and, and Tyler. Why? 
Uh, the Bulls. I said, look, I'm not telling you they're going to win an NBA title. I'm just recognizing yeah. a young man who's playing good Solid basketball. Age. It's good, bad, yeah. dirty for a reason. Uh, I right. was in for Miller that day. Oh, Wild, give right. me some props yeah, for, for killing you in right. the meeting. That's right, Kev. And then we killed John Air again as well. Yeah, I mean, like, like really. Kobe White was shooting lights out, doing good things. I recognize him as good, and these two turds want to kick me for it. Turds. What do you got, turd? All right, my bad was the Vikings and Raiders game. The final score of the Vikings beat the Raiders 3 to nothing. That's my dirty. It was the, the tie of the NFL. Re- well, I got another dirty that's dirtier than that. Uh, tied the NFL record for the lowest scoring game. And that's the second 3-0 final score since 2007 between Pittsburgh and Miami. It was just a horrible game to watch. If you bet it on that or had anybody on Fantasy 2, I'm so sorry. But uh, the game between the Vikings and Raiders is my bad. Sorry, Waddle. And Kevbo, what do you got for your bad? This is bad because I used to like this guy a lot. I used to like this team. But Patrick Mahomes yesterday, I think, kind of embarrassed himself. I think you're right. Temper tantrum. I mean, am I wrong? Like, he used to be a really likable young man, I thought. He still is. Ah, He's lost me. Like Yesterday was the the nail in the coffin for, for me sort of supporting the Chiefs. Because Mahomes, I thought, just the temper tantrum and the, the whole Kelsey, Trav- or, uh, Tra- Ta- I can't even remember her name, Taylor Swift debacle that I can't get away from. I, I am now rooting against the Chiefs actively, whereas a couple <laughs> of years ago, I- I, hey, just a few years ago, I was like, hey, this is a fun, exciting team. They got likable characters. You know, this is kind of new. It's fresh. They were exciting. And now I just wanted to lose every game, and I want those two to break up. Let me ask you a question. How did you feel about Mahomes the week before when they were up in Green Bay? And he was like, hey, listen, they're going to miss a call every now and again when they completely whiffed on that pass interference. You're like... What a stand-up guy! No, I was actually pissed off uh, when they got their butts beat by the Packers too, because I didn't. Then I had to see the Packers win, and I had to have listen to the the Jordan Love love affair the you next too day. Much, you get too much anger in your system. These Chiefs, man, they're doing it I, to I, me. I think. Look, Mahomes. It was a bad look. I'm not. I, I still think he's likable. I think he's broken now. He's done too much defending of his teammates. And he's he's been let down too much by his teammates, and that was like the straw that broke his back. That and he snapped. Oh, he wasn't up, right then. for nut snapping. Hey, you haven't had a temper tantrum for the wrong reason. Never in my life. Never. I have. I'm even keeled all the time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, our dirties coming up next, and I think it could be Kevbo. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Let's co-sign a dirty that just has been tweeted by both The Athletic and I think Jeff Passan as well. Yeah. We should do a hit with Jeff Passan this week. So the seven, we talked about this when, when we were spending time on Otani. Uh, and, like, I brought this up, like, why I said that, yeah, the Cubs still for $700 million should have been in on Otani, especially if a lot of it was deferred. Yeah. And speaking not, of a lot of it deferred. Not a lot of it. Basically, all of the money in Otani's contract is being deferred. They're circumventing the, the tax, the luxury tax. From Jeff Passan, Shohei Otani's $700 million contract 
calls for him to pay be paid only $2 million a year for the next 10 seasons <laughs> with $680 million deferred at the end of the deal, sources confirmed to ESPN. The CBT uh, hit on the contract is going to be around $46 million. I have a couple of questions. Basically, he says a huge discount for L.A. So the tax, the collective bargaining tax hit on the contract is going to be $46 million. That's a huge discount on that tax. How is that legal? And maybe there is a simple explanation. How long will that remain be a legal loophole? Or is it something that a lot of teams do? And the other question I have would be for Otani. They have committed a $700 million contract to you. I'm sure he's got plenty of cash. Yeah, from all the endorsements. But you're only getting $2 million a year versus $70 million a year. Wouldn't you want some more? Like Bobby Bonilla is getting a million dollars a year or $2 million a year for X number. He's just deferred $680 million. Well, he's probably making millions in endorsements. Still. I know, but but and, and this is why it probably won't become the norm because you'd have to have an athlete agree to this. Of course, and that's my is, point. This is probably one of the only athletes who could do this. Now, like LeBron could do this. It, yes, I mean, are you putting that money into an account for the player, and is the player earning mm-hmm. interest on yeah, it? It's a great point. Or but, at the end of the at the end of the 10 year are you just writing him a check for 680 million like then he would be foregoing investing his own cash were the dodgers the only one to think of this or were all the teams proposing this but he just chose the dodgers like did he suggest this to all the teams he was interested in or were the dodgers the creative one to think of this i don't know it's a good question these are all really good questions but for a guy to say hey i want to sign a 700 million dollar deal but you can hold off paying me $680 million of it for the next decade. He may, I mean, look, anything can happen in your life. So they should be able to afford other stuff. Of course. Three three two three seven seven six. Does this piss you off hearing this? Uh, we'll, we'll get to uh, your Bears calls, too. Did you guys have it dirty? No, we, we got to go, though. I, no offense, but we're up against the clock. Uh, we got a lot to do we here. We shared show, show a dirty. Okay. Yeah, we shared. Um, so... Uh, I want to get to uh, your Bears Victory Monday phone calls, uh, all your thoughts on the yesterday's game, the big picture, and the Shohei news that we just read to you. It's all coming up next.